Welcome to Productive Popcorn, binge-watching for busy entrepreneurs and professionals. This is a safe place to geek out about your favorite shows and movies. Hi, I'm Irene Chan. I'm a freelance writer and content marketer. My goal is to help you get more done in less time so you can enjoy doing things you love like watching Netflix. You don't have to feel guilty about watching Netflix or geek out about zombies because this is the place to do that. Truth is, you can be more productive if you give yourself time to relax, unwind, and do nothing. So stay tuned for this podcast where I discuss things that I've watched this week and so I can save you some time and skip the ones that are not worth watching. All right, so what's worth watching on Netflix this weekend? The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. So I actually have a note right here, so I don't forget the title. So it's definitely worth watching for me. And I'm going to discuss that first, but I also want to discuss All of Us Are Dead, Scream, and The Witcher maybe. So if you live, uh, if you've already watched those and you want to geek out about those shows, please stay tuned until the end or the middle of the podcast podcast but right now first let's discuss the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window so i'm definitely giving it four over five popcorn because it's definitely fun um if you're a psychological thriller fan you're definitely gonna love this i know from the like i watch a ton of memes um on my news feed like about this show so i what i know that it is a satire um of the genre so i was intrigued like i know that it's very hard to write something that's funny but it's also heart racing and scary most times so i was curious as how especially i love kristen bell so that's the reason also why i wanted to watch the show And so, yeah, I watched it. And first of all, it's very binge or watch friendly in like it. The episode is like 20 minutes long. And I really love that because at the end of the day, I sometimes like watch uh, Netflix around 10 p.m. But I have to go to sleep at 11 p.m. because I have to wake up at like 530 to write and like do my exercise. So, yeah, yeah. If the episode is like 20 minutes long, then that means I can watch two episodes. And it's also very, like, it will definitely, you will definitely binge watch this once you're hooked because they end it very, in a great way. So you you have to watch the next episode so you can, like, uh, find out what happened next. So, yeah, I I definitely give it four or five popcorn first. You got to watch it as a psychological thriller. I mean, I think it delivers on that. There's so many mysteries that you just have to find out what's going on. And at the same time, if you watch where they based the TV series, I've watched um, The Woman in the Window. And I like there's so many parallels in that um, in that story that I kind of already knew who the killer was because I felt like they are sticking to that um, plot and basically the characteristics of the woman in the window, which is Amy Adams. Um, uh, Yeah, the woman in the window, Amy Adams, just making sure that I don't get the, that I name the right people. Uh, Sometimes I mix actresses up, 
but yeah, uh, but love Amy Adams. So anyway, uh, yeah, so the, it's basically, you know, this uh, widowed or someone uh, lost, the, the main character lost someone very special and they're drinking and basically they're not doing anything. They're not working and they're usually an artist. So that probably explains why they have a lot of money and can afford not to work. <laughs> so that, that's usually my main question when I see these characters like drinking all day and um, doing literally nothing except stare out the window. So it's definitely, uh, I, I think it delivers on the psychological thriller, as I've said, but at the same time, it's funny when you know where the, um, where certain scenes or certain um, script is based from. From so I, I would usually burst out laugh, laughing, but my husband would like, uh, why is that funny? <laughs> because like I remember a lot of stuff um, from the woman in the window. It's also mostly based on the girl on the train, which I haven't watched. I know that um, I think the 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 reviews were not good, so I kind of skipped it. So, but now I think I'm gonna watch it anyway. So it's definitely worth watching, and it's very quick to watch. I think we finished it in a week so that's really great for me because sometimes I finish movies like three nights because I, I I would end up falling asleep just because I'm so tired and it's not usually like the movie is boring or something although or and basically some movies are very long like you know when you watch a Zack Snyder film they're three hours long so definitely I would fall asleep and it will take me three nights to finish the movie <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to say it again. Go watch. If you love psychological thriller and if you love um, satire and if you want to be scared and funny and uh, and laugh and like get curious at the same time, it's definitely worth watching. So yeah, okay. I guess that covers about everything. And what I'm going to say next is about the ending. So if you haven't watched it yet, or if you're watching it and you haven't reached the ending, please like just stop <laughs> and forward or yeah, just, just stop it. This is productive popcorn. So these episodes are short. So, cause I want you to like get the gist in the best and fastest way possible. So yeah. Okay. Uh, now we're going to talk about the ending. So in the ending, it's also similar, uh, the ending is similar to the, the woman in the window because there's the kind of boss battle, as I call it, all the time in movies where you have to face the main villain of the um, show. And she was actually pretty bruised up, but she survived, similar to the woman in the window. But it was weird at the end because... Like she was in the hospital surrounded by flowers and like people who have wronged her in her mind. Um, like they all went to the hospital and said, sorry, brought flowers. And I, like, I'm always a skeptic and I have pretty morbid mind just because I guess I watch too much horror. <laughs> um, and I, I, I honestly thought that, that she was dead and all of that is kind of like, or either she's dead or she's in a coma and she's like all of this wishful thinking, you know, is happening. Like basically it's the best possible scenario for her. She's alive. She's back. Um, like uh, she's painting. Uh, painting was sold. It's like literally the most perfect 
ending for her that it's very hard to believe that it's happening. So that's why I think she's dead or in a coma. But at the same time, I think that's just how they're making fun of the um, genre. Like, you know, take it to the most ridiculous level of having a perfect ending. They even kissed in the rain. So I think like all the cliches of a happy ending, like it happened. So, um, oh, okay. So that's the ending. Like I can buy that, you know, and like she has to go on a vacation in New York to meet her friend. And then Glenn Close like sits next to her in the airplane and says like, she was asking what brings you to New York? And Glenn Close was like, business. I think that was her line. And then she fell asleep because she drank too much vodka, which is funny also. I really love this. Like, um, So we see her like one year later and she's like, yeah, they have a baby and she has to leave the baby for to go to New York. She was worried. And, and then she goes to the plane and sits down and then um, the stewardess, the flight attendant asked her if she wants wine and she said, no, I don't drink wine anymore. I quit that a long time ago. I just have a vodka. So that was like pretty funny. Um, anyway, so she ended up uh, drunk again and I could totally understand. I think she was breastfeeding. So like you would drink because I, I, I've had that flight where, you know, um, I'm breastfeeding, but I have to go on a business trip. So at that time, you ba you basically, like for me, and it's probably not um, really <laughs> worth um, listening to unless you're a mom, but basically I could understand as a mom who breastfed and like you would drink if your baby's not around breastfeeding. So totally understandable. And she's probably no longer an alcoholic anymore. So I could understand that. But anyway, she falls asleep and then she goes to the bathroom and sees Glenn Close dead. And then she uh, calls the flight attendant and she said, like, th there's a dead woman in the um, lavatory in the airplane. And when they check it out, she's not there. So she's again in this place where she's like, she's thinking, am I crazy? Am I drinking too much again? Um, although at the end, like, what happened to her? She wasn't crazy. Things were actually happening. Um, anyway, so she, she went back to her seat and like everything was empty except when she kind of like checked out the seat so it seemed like she thought about glenn close it was a hallucination and there was no passenger but then she checks out the seat and then she finds a mirror and she says bingo so at the, at the time that we watched it um i was confused with the ending but now i think um it just comes full circle and that because she's also reading a book um, I forgot the title, but she, again, uh, she's basically back to her, like, uh, at the beginning where she's reading a crime thriller book and drinking alcohol. And it goes back to like making fun of the genre of this, uh, like, but, but now she's not in like a bad place, which I had many jokes about, um, because <laughs> Kristen Bell is from the TV series, The Good Place. So that's why I was like thinking maybe she's dead and she's in the good place like quote unquote anyway so yeah and she says bingo so i was kind of confused at that because it left pretty hanging um because now there's another mystery it, it, but i guess that's kind of like the point of the 
um, the genre and at the same time just just goes back full circle wherein um, the the mirror was proof that there was indeed a passenger next to her and she's not crazy. So I think that that was the point. I actually had to search like what the ending meant for um for that but basically i think that's it let me know what you think about the ending did you like it did you love it or did you hate it <laughs> so that's basically uh what i'm thinking about regarding um the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window wow i can't believe i talked for 10 minutes about that tv series so definitely loved it and i'm not so sure if i'm gonna watch if there's a season two i don't think I'm not sure if they green, uh, greenlit um, a season two. But anyway, so let's talk about another Netflix show, All of Us Are Dead, another favorite genre of mine. Actually, it's my favorite, like the most favorite genre, um, which is All of Us Are Dead. And I've covered this in the previous Productive Popcorn episode, but it's also definitely worth watching. Definitely worth watching. And I think I would give it 5 over 5. I think I did give it 5 over 5 pop, um, popcorn. It, the episodes are a bit longer. So it took me longer to finish it. Um, but it's definitely worth it. It's the combination of fun. Um, you'll definitely cry. You'll laugh. You'll get scared. You'll be out of breath. You'll be stressed because the characters are so stressful. <laughs> Um, on top of the um, situation that is also stressful and um, weirdly I also started running because all of us are dead yeah I'm running now like three times a day no not three times a day three times a week because um, yeah I felt like you know cardio is very important like that's the rule of the first rule of zombie land anyway so it's definitely worth watching if you haven't watched it yet you should go and watch it if you love the zombie genre, if you love Korean zombies, zombie TV series and films, definitely worth watch it. Worth watching. There's like a, a, a references to zombie films like Train to Busan in the film, which I love. Um, okay, so now let's talk about the ending. The ending was also like kind of confusing. Not confusing. I mean, it felt really good. It kind of came full circle because one of the characters there, you know, she kept saying that we, I want to be with you again, guys, like in a rooftop like this with a fire. So that actually happened. But, um, but I wanted to see because uh, Namra, so she said that she's kind of leading other zombie hybrids like her. But we don't see them on screen. She she just jumps, and basically it, it looks like she um she ate already, and she's back to her normal self, like physically, and then so like her eyes aren't red anymore. So it means that she fed, and at the same time she leaps into the she she's kind of very confident with her zombie superpowers, um. Yeah, so the only thing is that I wanted to see other people or hybrids like her, but they never showed it on screen. And when she left the rooftop, like she literally l leaped from the rooftop. The The focus was like, so like a short second, we see her leaping from the rooftop, but the ending basically was like a close up of each 
remaining characters and they like either confused or amazed so kind of the same feeling the audience like ah what's going on so it's just like uh gave me so much anxiety that we can't see what they're seeing but i guess that's kind of the point and maybe they're leading up to uh season two i definitely would love to see the season two of all of us are dead compared to squid game I don't know. I feel like there's so much more character development that could happen. So much things that we can see post um, Yosan um, zombie infection. So invasion. Like they contain it. So I, I'd love to see more of that world. Um, yeah. So Squid Game is totally different story. So, you know, let's put a pin on that. But I'm definitely much more excited to see a season two of All of Us Are Dead. Also, is Chong San alive? <laughs> I, I, I just got to know. It's possible. I keep hoping it's possible. Um, he's the reason kind of inspired me to go running. Uh, okay. Uh, so All of Us Are Dead, we've covered that. That's definitely worth watching. And The Witcher, I think I mentioned in the introduction that we're going to talk about The Witcher. Yeah, so definitely worth watching. Like, it's a no-brainer. You got to watch The Witcher Season 2 if you watch the first season. Um, Like, there's no question about it. And I think, yeah, like, The Witcher Season finale was great. Like... Okay, so let's talk about Scream for a second. I just watched it yesterday, and it's definitely fun. Um, there are some things that I've forgotten about the entire Scream franchise, so uh, I think I would recommend watching it, watching the first few films before watching Scream. But it's <laughs> it's definitely worth watching if you love um horror films because this is the film. This is a horror film that talks about the horror. F- horror films like uh, <laughs> it's definitely fun and if you've watched practically most of the popular horror films you can relate to the discussions in the film and you will actually geek out so there's this one character that geeks out about horror films I could totally relate to her so that was like super fun and it and of course a scream it will keep you guessing it will keep you on your toes um so yeah It's definitely worth watching. It was super fun. It was engaged the whole time. And I think they also kind of, they've stuck to the formula of Scream, but at the same time added new little fun bits that make it kind of um, not boring. Because if if you've been watching the franchise and if like it's the same thing, same formula, um... They've, and it's also a self-aware movie. So, um, because it's a movie within the movie, because like Stab was featured in like Scream, there's a movie about the characters that survived the Woodsboro murders. So yeah, definitely just go ahead and watch it. Um, it's definitely like if you love the, even if you don't know Scream and you just love horror in general, you should watch it. Um, because there's also this discussion in like making I don't like elevated horror as they would describe in the scream um film. 
you know, I like horror for horror. It doesn't need to pretend to be anything else except for Jordan Peele's film. I think he's the only director that I like to watch with elevated horrors, uh, horror film. So if it's a slasher film, be go like be be a slasher film. <laughs> Although, except like, and I think there's an exception, and maybe it's actually not elevated horror, but basically also a satire, uh, dark comedy horror. I, I gotta get the um, genre right for that. But the 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 best example is Sucker and Dale versus Evil. Like I am in love with that movie. Um, Sucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and I wish I could write something like that. I'm actually like, if I were a screenwriter, that's something like I would definitely combine horror and comedy. Ooh, Shaun of the Dead. So anyway, I'm gonna getting off track because we started about Scream. But Scream, if you're like a fan of films, horror films, you should watch it because you will be right at home. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to today's Productive Popcorn. If you want to, oh, I totally forgot about the productive tip part of Productive Popcorn. So this week, uh, as you know, I'm a freelance writer. So one of the things that I'm struggling recently is revision of my article because it just takes so much time. I have a new client and they have like a rigorous revision process. So if you're a writer and if you want to read your articles out loud, you can actually use a text to text-to-speech tool so just like type it in google and um, a free tool will come up so type your text and the bot will read it for you so it saves you time like uh it lets you kind of have space between what you wrote and yourself because if like i'm too tired for reading it because they're long articles so that really saved me some time and also i've spotted a lot of things that are repetitive in my writing so that's like a a good um, productivity tip and of course and, and though I know that the productivity tip for that is like more for writers but I think it works for others too another productivity tip that I have is give yourself time to do nothing so yesterday I was supposed to still do some stuff from work but it's the weekend so I decided that you know I'm just gonna enjoy I played with the kids we watch movies and it actually like I didn't touch my computer at all so doing nothing is actually a productivity tool because it lets you take a break from work and some new things that you feel like you're getting stuck on the answers will come to you once you get back to work so i hope that you've enjoyed the productivity popcorn episode today this is the first time that i'm recording it as a podcast and i think i'm gonna do more um video like so the entertainment part of it, like discussing movies, I'm going to do it in a podcast just because I want to geek out and like just focus on talking. <laughs> and then some of the like productivity stuff we're in, I need to show my screen to show you some tools that I'm using. I think I'm going to do that at my, as a live stream. So stay with me. Um, if you want to learn more about me, just go to itsirenchan.com. I'm going to link that in the show note. Um, yeah. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.